Uh, Ooh, uh, we should we should maybe figure out. Uh, we should do like a watch party, like in person. Anyways, let's let's talk. Yeah, let's we'll figure uh, something let's out. figure something out. That might be interesting. Hey everyone, welcome to Barside Chats. I'm Brian the Gleeman. And I'm Matt, the innkeeper. And this is a Wheel of Time podcast from the Dusty Wheel. Welcome back to Barside Chats. I'm your host, Brian the Gleeman. This week was a crazy week for news in the Wheel of Time community, and here to break it down with me is, of course, Matt the innkeeper. Matt, how's things? Dude, uh, things are good right now uh, because I got through a week of work and that was particularly tough. And uh, and Wednesday, when everyone was having fun, I just I didn't have fun, you know. And then <laughs> and then Thursday, when everyone was having fun about Wednesday, I would miss Wednesday, and I didn't want to like try to start having fun because I didn't have enough time to dig into what the fun was. And by Friday, I was like, screw it. I'm ignoring all the stuff. Uh, so yeah, dude, I can't, dude, I actually get to have fun today. <laughs> so Yay, fun! We're going to do it. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, so yeah, you've been really busy this week. It's been a crazy week, and uh, you have not really been able to react to the news that came out the week. There's a lot of news that came out this week, and you haven't been able to react to it. Uh, and to be honest, like I've been really busy at work too. I haven't been able to react to it very much either. So for a lot of what we're going to talk about today, I haven't seen it either or thought about it at all. So um, this should be uh, both of our unvarnished reactions for most of this news. Uh, so let's start with the first one, the obvious one, the elephant in the room. That is the release date for season two has been announced. It is September 1st. Yes, uh, which uh, is three man. months and four days from now, according to this little <laughs> countdown thing on my. Oh my gosh, I didn't even see that. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I've got a little on too. Nice. For those of you listening, I have a a little. Uh, I don't know what you call it, like a little screen thing behind a screen me. Screen countdown, yeah. Um, and it's counting down to WatCon, and it's counting down to Wheel of Time season two. And the thing just said there are three months and four days to uh, the Wheel of Time TV show. So, Matt, what do you think about that? Dude, we'll finally have a release date, right? I think we started seeing like stuff about autumn, autumn. I was like, okay, what is autumn? <laughs> what constitutes autumn? Uh, it was like, okay, at least it's not the summer, right? Not the winter. Uh, so I, I think, and then I think we all, we had heard, I think John from What Up had put out something like, hey, uh, Amazon, you know, releasing, you know, Wheel of Time and then Rings of Power and then Wheel of Time or something like that. So this idea of like, oh, wait, the last time Rings of Power came out was in autumn, you know. And uh, so, yeah, it, this made sense, the September-October time frame. Uh, I, funny, extremely funny note for me. September 1st happens to be the date of the cruise I plan to go on. <laughs> so like, uh, like literally the, 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 the uh, what do you call it? The departure date of the cruise when we're supposed to be getting on the cruise with my entire family, September 1st. Uh, so we are examining that date again and, <laughs> and looking for alternate <laughs> opportunities. I just feel like it would be so, I told my wife, I was like, look, we could still do this, right? I, technically right remember this is like that friday so like thursday in the u.s thursday night is when this would drop i'm like i could fly out friday morning we could just get on the boat and go 
But I said, one thing that would be really weird, though, is I know I'd be on the boat just, like, sitting there staring at you know, I want to be interact. I want to be talking about the show, right? Like that. Right. That's that's the fun. This is the fun part. After two years or whatever it would be, almost two years of waiting till the next season, is to actually talk about the thing that's happening. It'd be really, really weird. The show premieres, and my entire family is like, "What is Matt doing? He's staring at his phone, um, or he's looking at us and he's talking to us." But we know what he really wants to be doing right now is talking about the Wheel of Time. So. Uh, yeah, that's probably going to get canceled. Uh, so if there was a date in September that I wanted it to be, it was not September 1st. <laughs> it was like two weeks later, you know, or something like that. But we'll, we'll take it. We'll take it. I'm, I'm excited to finally have a date, right? Like you said, we can do some countdowns. We can. We know a date means, okay, some trailers are coming up. We'll get a better view of what's coming in the, in the series. And, and like you and I, right, from a theorizing perspective, this is the, this is the stuff we start to like, okay, Let's speculate. Let's theorize what this means. So to me, having a premiere date means I can start planning <laughs> my life uh, around September and what that looks like. Uh, and we can actually start speculating about what's coming. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, the juices are moving. You know, I was, I was bummed. Not, I saw that on Wednesday. This is a piece of the news I did obviously see uh, that I could not talk about. So yeah, that's my reaction. And I, it's great to have it. This is the beginning of three months of us actually digging into the the part of the wheel of time that we love is the theory and speculation. Yeah, yep. I, I know there's at least one uh, Twitter time person who is like traveling out of the country that week. Or, oh, really? Uh, oh, they're doing, they're, you know, they're they're doing some like major trip uh, at planned, and, and they're going to miss it as well for the same reasons. So. Uh, you are not alone in this. I, I have no plans on September 1st, so I know what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> looking forward to that. Do you think they're going to do the premieres like they did last time for season one? Do you think there'll be like the big London premiere? Do you think there'll be Ooh. premieres scattered around the country or around the world? I, I don't know. This is a great question. It's how much how much money they're putting into marketing this, right? I don't know. Does that, what does that tell us if they do or they don't, right? If they, you know, go out again, try to get fans into the theaters, you know, try to do some really interesting, you know, like they did the London thing. Uh, does that mean that they're still kind of from a marketing perspective excited about it? Or is that just the first season thing? I don't know. I'm not a, yeah. I'm not a marketing and, and a publicity. So I don't, I don't know if this is just something they no, it's the first season, get people out there so they know what this is. And then Amazon just kind of assumes you see this show up in Amazon Prime Video, you're gonna watch it regardless of if there was some news about it or not. So I don't know. Uh, uh, those things were fun, not the kind of part that I'm necessarily uh, care much about. It's like, oh yeah, whether or not they do a premiere or not, we're gonna get season two. And I wonder if Amazon's marketing kind of builds it in that way. Now, that being said, if this is kind of a premier product for them and they're like, no, we're going to make a big deal about this every single time it comes out. Maybe they follow that pattern. Well, I guess we'll find out. Do you think that, that it means no something idea. whether or not they do it or not? Does it mean anything? I don't think so. Like my naive assumption would be that they do it for the first season and not for subsequent seasons. Yeah. Um, and so if they do it again for season two, I might feel like optimistic about things i might think that they oh they really care about this but if they don't do it i don't think that's a negative i think i would be like okay yeah maybe they're not doing it this year i would agree i mean we saw them the, the way they interacted with just like sharing what was happening in season two as compared to season one that that completely changed right we weren't Correct. getting sneak peeks into pieces of the world we weren't getting 
those kind of uh, you know crumbs, if you will, as far as not like, yet. Uh, yeah, and and we're three months out. So since that changed, I think I'm naturally inclined to think that the others changed too, and it'll just be. You know, they'll do some national advertising like they did on like websites and stuff like that, but it's not going to be like the premieres themselves. That's that's kind of that that would be my guess. Uh, that's my that's my speculation on what they would do. There is a famous Twitter user named Default Rand who oh, every yes. yeah, day yeah. every day posted day twenty six of asking for the release date for season two, <laughs> day two hundred and twelve, and on day I believe it was day four hundred and forty nine. We got the release date. Uh, and they posted a video with Yosha. Today's your lucky day, buddy. Uh, season two comes out on September 1st. And I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Um, yeah. Did you get to see that video? I, uh, As I was kind of jumping back and forth between like, I can't get into this and scrolling, I did see people were like, this is amazing. you know. And so yeah, I did. I, I, I peeked a look at the video. Like, why is everyone freaking out about this particular video? Um, I haven't looked at the comments uh, much more than just kind of like, like I said, seeing someone's uh, Twitter account and retweeting it and saying like, this is really cool that they would do this. Uh, Yosha, uh, you know, that he would sit, uh, that, that they would get a moment with him when he has his hair back, uh, you with know, his hair back. with yeah. his hair back. So uh, that seems like a, a season three, <laughs> a likelihood. I saw his hair. I was like, oh, yeah, he's got some, some really red hair there, you know. So yep. I, I guess we're going to get Yosha with his hair back. Uh, yeah, I did see that one. Uh, again, didn't kind of dig into the discussion about it, but saw that it happened. And yeah, that was, that was fun, right? That was like one of those, I'm glad default ran. That's some dedication. That's some dedication to be asking repeatedly every day uh, for that. So I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that happened. It was just like again, kind of fun nod. It it right. It's like for us as as fans, like it's fun to interact as much as it was. Remember uh, interacting uh, with Jordan, you know, at conventions or whatever, and he'd just like give you a raffle or he'd say like even when he his famous comment to you, you know, about nice try, Jack. You know, like. It's just the fun part about the fandom and getting engaged online and the fact that they saw that. They're like, you know what? I mean, it, it does nothing for them from a, if you think of just a big marketing perspective, it's really about just kind of interacting with some fans uh, and, and a small group of fans, right? When you think about it. So yeah, I thought that was cool. I thought that was cool. Were you, were you shocked that they had got Yosha to do that? Uh, no, I mean, I, 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 I'm shocked that they responded to that at all. Um, because you know, to be perfectly honest, I spent the last 448 days thinking like, gosh, like they've got to be annoyed by this. What are you doing? Don't, <laughs> don't annoy them. They, they know they haven't announced it. What are you doing? Um, and then, and then he got this and I was like, oh, they, they thought that was funny. Okay, cool. Um, and, and you know, that teaches me to just keep an open mind about these things. Um, but default ran, I mean, that's dedication. That's, uh, handling rejection very well. That's getting a payoff at the end. It shows perseverance is key to just about anything um to get yosha to respond like yosha hasn't been somebody that's typically been in these kinds of videos right it's mostly right. been like daniel henny and marcus and uh and, and hamid and all those others uh and kate fleetwood um most notably but um yosha hasn't really done very much so for for him to do this i thought it was pretty cool yeah. um he seems very happy to be doing it. Like he doesn't, it doesn't feel like he's being forced at gunpoint to like do yeah. fan service stuff. Um, and uh, I think he, he looks great. So I like it. Yeah, it was a, uh, like you said, they're, they're really good at the long game. 
Mm-hmm. Like they'll hold on to something that's happened like season one. I can't remember. It was something. I, I just remember I was really shocked one time they did something and I was like, damn, that was, that was like a full year of just holding on to an idea and coming and circling back to it. Uh, mm-hmm. So whoever, you know, maybe that's just one in part of their kind of, you know, tendencies or marketing playbook or just how they, when they interact with fans, they want it to really shock even the small group of fans it might be related to. Uh, and that was definitely, I think everyone was just, <laughs> was just yep. shocked like they would do it. So that was cool. That was cool. The Wheel of Time account, Tweeter of Chaos, also tweeted a whole bunch of photos. Actually, Entertainment Weekly, I believe, published them in their magazine or on their website. And then uh, the official Twitter of uh, Chaos account tweeted them at higher resolution. And there's eight photos. Have you seen the photos? Okay, so this is a good question. I think, like I said, I, I kind of would randomly scroll. I've definitely seen the photos, have not looked at the photos. Does that make sense? Like, yes. I was yep. like, I don't have, you know how I like to like zoom in, yep. you know, change the, <laughs> ch- change the opacity, change the contrast, change the brightness, saturation of things, look at what's going on, compare it to previous photos, have not done that. I saw it and I was like, okay, these look like cool photos and that's it. That's it. All right. Do you want to look at some now? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I, right. I, I do. I, wanna... I do actually. This, I've been actually like, by Friday, I was like, you know what? I want to dig in. And then we talked about doing this episode. I'm like, I'm not going to do it. Let, let's do it. Nope. We got to wait. You got to wait. Uh, okay. So this is the first one. Um, I'm, I'm sharing my screen with Matt so he, he can see this. Um, this is uh, obviously Moraine. Um, it's the photo of, for, people, for the listeners, this is the photo of Moraine in the blue dress uh, standing in a crowd. Um, uh, it's uh, foggy in the background or, or, or dusty in the background. Um, and she's staring at somebody just uh, off camera. Matt, what, what reactions do you have there? Okay, so, oh man, yeah. So I have not stared at this photo. Like again, I saw it in passing, but now I'm like, now I'm asking myself a lot of questions. Uh, so obviously, she's wearing her ring here. That I know this sounds stupid. That was like one of the first things. You know, she's not. I was thinking at first, you know, maybe, the maybe she had kind of with things that had happened to her at the end of season one. Maybe we're we're seeing a Moraine that's maybe hiding away from the fact that she's Aes Sedai, you know, and uh, to have the ring be there, that's like, I can't tell if it's like just really like courageous Moraine, or maybe she has her ability to channel back now. I don't know. Like that's a, that's what I'm asking myself. This uh, I'm like, so, or is she just like, well, of course I'd be wearing this regardless if I can, if I can, you know, channel or not because, She's just that kind of person that would, right? Like, she's not going to hide. She's not going to. She had a little moment of kind of crisis at the end of season one. But by the time we get back here, she's stilled, right? She's bringing that Aes Sedai serenity and calm back to the situation. And, like, that face, that look of just, like, determination right there with, with Rosamond, the way that the uh, photographer caught that, it's like someone who feels like they are in they're they're where they belong. Does that make sense? Like this yeah. is this is kind of the look as she had uh, you know in Tarvalon. And then of course, look at uh why can't I remember the name of the uh piece across her head? The, the yeah. uh why uh, the the jewelry she wears in her forehead. I it, I don't want to guess at it cuz I, I can't remember in my head. But yeah, like like this and this look 
this look itself is uh, is great. We don't see your boots, of course. Uh, of course. <laughs> that's, that's what's missing here. Uh, so yeah, uh, in my head, I was like, costuming, fantastic. Uh, uh, Moraine, in a place, feels confident with who she is as an Aes Sedai. And the, then I start looking at the background, right? Um, beyond kind of picking, like I would want to focus back in on the on the dress later, but then it's like the background, right? Where else we've seen this? We see Yosha um, with his head shaved, uh, walking into this kind of same looking place, almost with the same um, atmosphere, you know, same fogginess, if you will, um, or what I remember to be that he's walking, uh, and we're seeing him from behind. I thought that maybe he was that that was a different place than we see Yosha later on when he has the red the red coat. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm like, are they the same place? Is this the Foregate side? Is this Kyrian, right? Like this has to be like, is this the Foregate? Uh, mm-hmm. And and she's in search of Rand. Maybe she hasn't found him yet. And Rand's there, and then. Later on, she finds Rand, and we get Rand in the red coat, and he's more in kind of the the proper city of of Kyrian. Uh, so yeah, that's that's immediately. I'm looking at the kind of the shops back there, uh, too, and the 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 building right up to her. And I have to go through and sharpen this to really feel confident about it. Uh, but to her f- upper right, I guess, yeah. So, yeah, no, other side, other side. Sorry, her right, yeah, our left. I feel like the look, <laughs> I know it's blurry, <laughs> but I feel like the look of that roof, yep. I, I feel like we do see that in the other, I can't remember if it was behind the scenes or the teaser uh, with the explosion that happens. And so, I don't know, I don't know. I, that's. That's what I'm asking myself is the Rand piece walking in when we see him from behind. Rand in the red coat later on at night when Moraine's walking behind him. I want to see if I can I'm going to want to go back and see how much of Moraine that we see behind Rand and if I can connect what she's wearing here with that potentially. Uh that's that's what's in my head at least. Um and then if that final explosion scene is also happening there. And so if they've given us a lot of this story arc of Kyrian and where there's going to be some conflict there. Uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, yeah, what, that's, that's a lot of I great stuff, man. I, this is I the only picture that I've spent a lot of time looking at because, uh, and there's another one with Yosha that's my iPhone background now. Um, but the, the, uh, this is the one that I spent the most time looking at on Wednesday before I had to go back to, you know, real work stuff. Um, and, and I agree with you. One of, one of the takeaways I have from this is like, this set looks bigger than some of the sets in season one. Like mm. this, like sets, season one sets always felt really close. Like it felt like obviously sound stages or um, really tightly, tightly focused shots. But yeah, like yeah. there's distance here. Like those buildings behind her are pretty far behind her. Um, yeah. and, and yeah, so yeah. it feels to me like more of a real place, uh, or real set, um, out there. I do want to call out, um, the wheel and chill show, um, had a theory about this shot, which I okay. will share with you. Okay. Um, okay. and they think that, uh, this guy on the right might be our old friend, uh, Pat and Fane. Oh, damn. 
Well, see, this was like I, I don't, the uh, the sitting and reacting at this moment. I was like, oh man, this would have been amazing. Um, yeah, and that stance, the stance, and the, boot, the, the way it stance, hangs, the, boots, the boots, the coat, the hair, the hair. Yeah, 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 and the whole "Where's Waldo" thing that they've been doing with Pat and Fane. <laughs> you know, that's uh, I I freaking love that theory. Um, oh yeah, now you're zooming in on it. The coat actually has that really distinct kind of blue look isn't it a blue coat that he had like a dark blue am i misremembering go back to the maybe that well other the color. one on the one on this Ooh. thing is, is more gray brown so this is my this is my only hesitation with it is that okay. uh i mean i mean he could have a different coat he could have a different <laughs> you know? coat he could have yeah. a different coat oh you know what uh, uh by the way i just said this in my head i was like those ears <laughs> maybe not <laughs> ah, the ears <laughs> uh shoot uh okay so i'm gonna have to uh no, see, yeah, I, I feel like people are going to be like, what ear? <laughs> <laughs> now I need to, like, I need, I need to do some deep dives on this image. But I'll be honest, like, the back, I'm not feeling it as much now that you're kind of clarifying the image for me. I love it. I love the theory. I'm just not feeling it as heavily. I, again, the playing in the Where's Waldo thing, I, you know, I, I definitely think that they could be doing that here, so... Yeah. I, I do hear a whistle in my head right now that we've done this. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, me too. Hear, me too. I can hear uh, No, whistle. I love the theory. I think it's a great theory. Uh, it's just not quite working for me um, for the reasons you said. Like, the coat's not quite the right color. It's, it is, like, more of a blue blue color here. And then the hair doesn't look quite right. Like, it's, it's yeah. clearly um, another person of color uh, wearing a very similar coat and boots. Um, but uh, it just doesn't feel quite right. Although... Like, Pat and Fane is in the background of a ton of things, like, kind of hidden in season one. And so I would not put it past them to yeah. this. So uh, exactly. I, I rate this yeah. as, as plausible, but uh, I personally don't buy it. Even if it wasn't, let's say it wasn't, I would not be surprised if they were messing with us a little bit. Does that make sense? Like, having yep. people that were were dressed like like a where's waldo like... situation where they have like waldo like <laughs> yeah. people that are not waldo <laughs> yeah exactly totally i would not like i would accept that that as the possibility here um i have to i have to send you this one this one I'm talking about from the uh, screenshot uh image of rand it's definitely the same location uh and so i i was a little bit surprised again to see moraine right there because i thought this might be a kind of a situation uh, where Rand was on his own for a while, but this is the convergence, I think, of those two storylines. Uh, you know where they meet. Yep. Uh, so let yep. me uh, let me send that one to you, uh, so you can see what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, that's this is uh, this is a great one. Oh man, I can see how much fun everyone must have had with this this image itself because, like, damn, like, yeah. Now I'm like, I need to know. I need to dig in more. Yeah. Yep. Well, let's move on to the next one then. Um, okay. This one is uh, Rand in front. This is the one that uh, in Entertainment Weekly. It's this high quality shot of Rand, like dead center in the film and in, in the photo. He's wearing uh, a brown cloak uh, type thing. He's got a sword over and a strap on his back. Behind him is like castle walls with these teal blue flags coming down. The uh, flag emblem looks like a angel potentially or a tree or or a cross of some kind um what do you got matt what do you think uh, love the shot i mean it definitely has like uh 
Anakin Skywalker vibes. <laughs> yes, know, like, yes. Like, now, like, the, like, the popular response was like, this is like a Jedi, uh, Sith, you know, type, you know, uh, thing. Yeah, it, it, it has that. And I'm looking at, okay, so because the last one you showed me, we were talking through, you know, Rand with, um, Rand in Kyrian. Well, what we think is Kyrian from the previous teaser, if you will. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I want to note, I don't see the jewel across Moraine's forehead um, in that one when she's walking behind Rand. I don't know what that means. Maybe I just it, we don't have enough detail. But Rand seems to be wearing the same white shirt in that shot from the teaser um, where he's kind of walking into the red haze and he's carrying a torch. Yep. The, same, the same white shot, uh, white, white shirt that we're seeing here also seems to be the white shirt we see there. Yeah, that, that, that feels like the same. And uh, can we be back out just a little bit? So that, is that dark leather that uh, right underneath his collar there? So that strap, obviously, it seems like that's what's holding the sword. Uh, is that the same? Do we see that with his... Is that the same thing we see in the red here? No, I don't see the... You would have seen the buckle. There's kind of like a heron-looking buckle in the red haze one from the teaser trailer. Yeah. It doesn't look like the same one because you don't see like his sword sitting behind him. Interesting. So, yeah, I don't... Uh, not the same buckle itself. Okay, okay. Um, this obviously has the look. I haven't stared at the wall behind him. I swear this looks similar to the shot. Isn't there a shot of Egwene standing in front? Or on the outside of the Sean, where the Sean Chan are, I need to yes. obviously go look at those banners. Uh, is that the conclusion? The banners, are the banners, the same as one we've seen in the previous. Uh, I think so. I think so. There's there's a couple more shots in the Entertainment Weekly thing that have this sort of castle-y background, uh, and I think the theory is they're all in the same place. So now, I think we'll this, get some different angles. This does feel like it's inside because, like behind him, you'd see like I don't think he's. I think he's inside of whatever that location is, not outside. Mm-hmm. Correct, uh, I think yeah. the outside looks a little bit different. It would have had, and you you would have seen maybe the entry behind him. What looks like is on the wall behind him. Looks like, um, oh my gosh, yeah, his eyes. Can we almost see a reflection? Do you see a camera in the eyes. <laughs> eyes. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, I'm looking for uh, Rafe to just to be doing a thumbs up and this. Uh, oh no no no! But you do see. Hold on, on his right eye. On his left eye. Go to his left eye. Just not like oh, so up close to his left eye, but like enough that we see what he's looking at. Um, keep going up there. Yeah. Okay, so you see it almost looks like there's some kind of white path looking. You know what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, you kind of highlighted it. Like in front of him is... A courtyard. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, cause, but like off to the sides, it's not... It's not all white. It's not like a white floor that he's looking at. So, yeah, uh, I'm going to want to go look at other kind of courtyard or other internal shots that they've done. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I love looking at eye reflections and feeling like we have yeah, uh, <laughs> This is next level dusty wheel stuff here. Oh, uh, yeah. I want to. Yeah. Now I want to see if there's something that kind of looks just like what we're seeing in the reflection. But yeah, the collar definitely. What do you think about this collar, like, though? What do you think is. Uh, does this pattern mean anything to you? I mean, if he, if he got it in Kyrian, I would assume it's somehow connected. Um, you know, if kind of. Remember that. Um, 
yeah, the whole event in the you know uh, in the books where they're sending him like you should come in and you should come to basically he's getting invitations and he's burning up the invitations, but eventually he goes to Lord Barthain's uh, manor. Um, mm-hmm. The sunburst, right? The golden golden yep. rising sun. It's it definitely has that feel like the rays of the sun. Uh, it'd be nice to just kind of really blow out that picture and really try to like highlight the edges of what that internal thing is. But it does kind of have like a cloud, although it almost has like a uh, more I mean, like a... I can see like maybe a little bit of like a dragon or like it could be branches or leaves. Yeah, or like, yeah I was going to say like I, was gonna, I couldn't think of the word be... like branches and leaves, but the the burst the sunburst nature and the rays of the sun that kind of comes through so i wouldn't be surprised if that's just what we're seeing there um uh, and it's possible that that kind of the strap across is right there it still does have the buckle i mean we can't see much there other than this and i would say the cloak obviously he's he looks like he's hiding who he is right oh absolutely he's he's and incognito so, at this point this is like uh yeah, this doesn't look like anyone knows Luke Skywalker he's there. in yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Return of the Jedi when he walks in with his cloak over his head and he goes, "Surprise, it's me." Uh, that's that's the vibe I get here. And and this could be a shot that's not in the show, although I, uh, maybe it is. But what I mean by that is, it doesn't look like there's anyone be behind him. I can't tell. We do have that shot. Oh, okay. So I kind of want to know this. Ah, no, it doesn't look like there is. Can't, yeah, you can't. It almost see looks it. like I, I, like I kind of see what you're talking about, like. It looks right like a light, the, like the halo of light, a bit uh, on the edge yeah. of his coat. But looking at the stuff behind him, the reason why I was asking is I remember from that we had that courtyard shot of the Sean Chan, mm-hmm. and it seemed like all of the tables had been like knocked over, yep. and a bunch of people were waiting, almost standing at. And I wasn't sure if like this is like Rand walks into that courtyard, and this is the shot of Rand staring at those people, and that's why I wanted to see if I could see if there was a. Uh, something behind him, like an opening of an archway of some sort, because it does seem like there's stuff on the ground that's been strewn about mm-hmm. a, a little bit. Uh, you know, like there's looks like there may be a chair that's been knocked over to his right side. Um, there's a chair, yeah, there's like some, some boxes, chairs. barrels. Yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff that's been knocked over. So uh, let's would, move on to the next, next yeah, one. Yeah, so anyways, yeah. So I, yeah, a, a lot more to dig in there for sure. Oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, so this one is the next one. It's a beautiful shot of Lan uh, dressed in all black on top of uh, Mandarb, who is a black horse. Uh, and all the trim is black. It's a completely black horse with a completely black outfit with Lan in front of a beautiful green forest. The trees are gray. The leaves are bright green. The, the floor is uh, dead orange and yellow and red leaves. Um, it's just a beautiful, beautiful shot. Um, so Matt, what's your, what's your first reaction to this one? I mean, it's his facial reaction. I mean, uh, beyond like the beauty, what the freaking horse is beautiful. <laughs> you yeah. Know, like, the horse uh, is gorgeous. I, I had forgotten. Like I just, I was like, while you were talking, I was like, I need to go look up a shot. Is this, oh yeah. Maybe they just, I didn't like focus on that. I think it's just the green. Um, it's just the black is standing out on the green. Just amazing. It's, it's amazing. Um, so I, at first, obviously I just stared at the horse. I was like, damn. Then I went right to his facial reaction, right? Because it's like in a forest or whatever. That facial reaction looks like someone that is shocked or surprised, right? Um, but a bit unsurprised on the horrified side of things, not yes. on, you know. And he, 
and for Lan to kind of betray a, that much emotion in his eyes there, I would imagine it's like a shot of something really, really, yeah, unexpected. Um, what do you think it is? There's a lot of light here. So I would have pegged this to Lan coming upon the shot of, remember we determined it was Moraine in that behind-the-scenes teaser shot where mm-hmm. she's on a horse and there's this, there's this person in black on the ground and they've kind of like swiped at the horse and the horse has gone up on its legs and someone's falling off of it and we did a lot of like unblurring on that thing and it was like, that's definitely Moraine's outfit that's, or that's definitely Moraine's horse and that we kind of tied what we thought was something that Moraine was wearing to it. But that's in the dark, right? Mm. And maybe this is that same... Ah, I'm going to have to go look at the trees. That's what I'm, I want to do right now. I want to stare at the trees here as compared to the trees in that darker shot. Because like maybe this is Lan coming upon Moraine after that moment. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. something has happened, right? Like, whether or not that person is dead, she's like, you know, dying or whatever it is, right? That is, that's where I might try to tie these together. Again, there's a lot of light in this forest as compared to those shots. So I'd want to kind of look at the ground and the trees and just do a quick comparison, see if we can tie them together because I wouldn't be surprised if those two shots were connected, those two moments were connected. What about the boots? What's your first uh, boot shot here? I mean, I feel like these are the... Uh, these are know, the canonical land boots? Oh, I think these are the ones from season one, so I would have uh, probably already <laughs> reacted. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're decent boots. They're, uh, they, look, mm-hmm. they, look, they look useful and sturdy, but I mean, nothing, nothing to write home about. Uh, no yeah. offense out there to uh, Daniel Henney, but those are just some basic boots. Uh, but yeah, uh, anything else I'm noticing here, you're kind of moving around. I, I can't tell what that is. That just part of the saddle uh, up yeah, by his that leg? Like that metal thing. The metal shine to it. Yeah, it does look like it's just part of the saddle itself. He's got the bracers on it. Uh, you know, I'm trying to see if there's anything here where, again, we connect it to season one. Uh, yeah, I mean, I. It's probably worth like a little bit of closer look, but uh, yeah, I would. I, my focus is definitely on the. What is he looking at? That's what you want to know. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I want to. In, that's one of these where I'm like, okay, this we definitely have to kind of go back and look at season two behind the scenes because, you know, the forest, the forest. Oh, and we do have the shot of the forest rider. Do you remember the forest rider that's riding yeah. through? I don't have that um, shot handy, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. That one, it looks to be um, a woman on a horse at night again. And, and that does, we, we brighten that one up. Now that you say this, I'm looking at, we did a brighter shot of that, and maybe I can send that to you. And the reason why I'm, I'm looking at that is the floor of the forest does seem to have the same amount of leaves on it. Hmm, okay. And so maybe Lan is chasing down whoever this is, potentially, or following them, and it doesn't look like that's Moraine. So I'm of two minds here. My connections would be 
it's the it's it's either the connected to this rider shot we have of this person riding right through the same forest because it does look like a similar kind of forest shot and I want to go through and prove that out or this is related to the moraine uh you know shot with the horse I am right at this moment going to look at those because I want to know immediately if I'm like opening up <laughs> like 700 shots. Okay, so it's not the rider shot. It's not the right. It's not the uh, not the sorry, not the rider shot. It's not the man in black cloak shot. Completely different location. Like, uh, so it's not land coming upon moraine in this moment. Afterwards, different different forest locations. Okay, different part. Does yeah, does look like the other shot though, which is the person riding through the forest. You know, and while yes, the forest could go into you know, people are probably like they could be part of the same forest. They just have the same flora uh, flooring because you know one where the leaves are falling. That's that's possible uh, too, right? Could be that these are the same people and the same horse potentially, and it's you know earlier in a later shot um, as the person's riding shoot or something. something. So yeah, it, it's possible these are these two are related. It's just that the trees don't even look similar. Yeah. Um, and by the way, I'm reminding myself like. Uh, <laughs> the shots, the shots we did of this of who this person was were hilarious. Uh, uh, just ridiculous in what we're doing right now is zooming in and and having yeah. some fun with this stuff. Well, so. we have a bunch more to go through, so I'm gonna move Let's on to the Let's next one. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, <clears throat> this is an awesome shot with a lot to talk about, um, but we we'll try to do it quickly. Uh, this is the shot of the Shanchen walking through uh, a, a court a, a marketplace or something. Um, there's soldiers, the Shanshan Death Guard soldiers off on the sides with, along with some civilians. And the center is a woman in a teal dress with rusty red um, coats, uh, ornate bone-like um, shoulder, shoulder guards and a mask covering her face with a weird headdress thing. To her right is another woman in a, in a toned-down but similar color outfit. To her left is... Uh, Ishamayel, Balzaman, um, uh, far as far as playing, um, in, in this like tuxedo looking outfit, he's got like these black pants, black boots. He's got a leather vest, uh, really ornate looking leather vest. And weirdly behind him is loyal in a sky blue, like kimono type outfit. Um, they all stand in like a castle courtyard that looks very similar to the structure that we saw in the Rand photo a minute ago. So, Matt, what's your initial reaction to this? This is like a wild shot. I, I'm assuming everyone's done. I, you know, I know we have to, we don't we don't have time to do a three hour deep dive in each of these. I'm assuming we've done some facial verification on you know the same person wearing that mask in the center from a previous shot. Like that's yes. like the full shot of it. The person on to the right. I mean, to the left, I guess, as we're looking at it in the other kind of green with that face. Have we verified who that is? Oh. I think that's uh, oh, Boone? Laura Boone. Yeah, uh, Jessica. That Jessica, definitely yeah, has like, that definitely has that uh, Jessica look face. I know we've like said because people posted like something about maybe this is Jessica Boone. Definitely looks like her. So yeah, that's that's her. Um, for sure. We've seen. I mean, like, look at the. Can you zoom in to her face? And yeah, you want to see? You getting hungry from the Swiss cake roll vibes? <laughs> No, the chin. I'm wondering. The chin, yeah. I don't it's know like why. some makeup. Yeah, like what is that 
designating and what don't I know about the Sean Chan? Obviously the shaved head. Um, so yeah, so interesting. The and the reptilian the, jacket there is really cool. Uh, and obviously no, no, um, nails to be really no nails of consideration Correct. here. Okay. So yeah, wild shot. Oh, look at those. Look at those. Uh, I guess shoes, shoes, not boots, but yeah, uh. <laughs> love those. Uh, wild shot with a shamel there. So I'm going to give you my 60 second read. I have zero concept and no speculation what's happening here other than, uh, and obviously they've captured Loyal and, and and why they would have him kind of walking behind them. Like, I don't know if it's something like where they have some respect for the Ogier. And so he has a place of honor. However, he's also uh, a place of honor as they, you know, might be said for someone that they've enslaved, uh, behind them. They've captured. So, um, I don't know. I have, I, I, I have zero zero concept of what's happening in this scene. Yeah, and I, that, I that seems it. to be the consensus. Nobody seems to know what's happening here. Um, my theory is uh, potentially um, he's either captured or he's undercover. Um, like he could have gone in and said, "Hey, I'm the No Gear. You guys respect me. Uh, what's up? What's going on? Where, where's <laughs> the new? Where are the new uh, Damani that you captured? I'd like to meet uh, them." And and under, you know, undercover go. loyal is. <laughs> Yeah, the undercover is... loyal. I mean, I'd watch that spinoff, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it is very strange. Like the 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 initial reaction has been, and to from me and everybody else has been like, what in the world is Balzaman and loyal and presumably Surath doing in the same shot? What is going on here? Um, and it's not too surprising to see a Forsaken next to Surath because. Uh, in the in the books, there is actually discussion about the boss, and and they do mention yeah, that like the master, sure. they're the masters. So um, you do you do get that, but uh, it's really strange. Like nobody was expecting this. This is a really interesting shot. Yeah, we're gonna have to come back to this one. Yeah, all I know is there's a lot going on here, and there's a lot of theorizing that can happen here, and we'll have to just cover it next time. Uh, well, look at those feet. Look at uh, loyal dinosaur feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then the other thing I'll call out here that's interesting is um the nails are not actually nails. They appear to be yeah, yeah. bone nail extensions. I I'm not like shocked that they made this from a implementation standpoint a choice here, which is yeah. that's a that's a much easier uh way to adapt this for the visual medium and for the limits of you know what are you gonna want to try to like create like actors aren't going to grow the nails that long and that's always going to be fake in some ways. So instead of uh, trying to hide that it's fake, just saying, Oh, okay. Yeah. There's extensions here and people just, you know, uh, that one, I think we saw that in uh, the previous, like behind the scenes or teaser stuff. Uh, yeah. Not a definitely. shock there. So I have to come back to this one. Uh, there's a lot going on. Uh, yeah, we'll, cool. do a, we'll do a deeper dive. Wild later. shot, wild shot for sure. All right. Next up. Um, you're going to like this one. Uh, this is Nynaeve standing in a what appears to be a cave with a gray arch-looking thing behind her, and she's wearing a white shift um, as if yeah. she's about to do. What do you think she's about to do? She is about to obviously go through some testing. I mean, that's... She's that's, obviously that's cool. about to go through some <laughs> testing. So that is if, that if, answers if we, the question we had a month ago, which yeah. is where were, where were Rafe and Sarah and the Aiel 
hanging out and that behind the scenes clip we got at JordanCon. Totally obvious now. I mean, this is like a this is like a give me shot to fans, right? To people that don't know this, this is just a cool like, oh hey, there's Zoe Robbins back, you know, looking concerned. What's this? But to fans that have been following this and know that this came out, um, this is definitely uh, this is definitely what we what we know it to be. So yeah, uh, we. We had an inkling this was coming, didn't we? Just from behind the scenes, we kind of yep. saw her like yep. in an open field or something. Uh, yeah, I, I got the chills a little bit because I really looking. Like we've all seen this in our heads, right? Like what this is, what these experiences are like in this in this testing, and looking forward to kind of visually being brought to us on the screen. Uh, can't wait to see how they handle kind of these other worlds, if you will, and the presentation of. Uh, you know, uh, the the testing itself. So yeah, cool cool shot. Nothing really to add here, other than obviously, this is what we thought it was. Uh, you know, yeah, the whole time. Awesome. Let's do the next one. Uh, this one is um, Egwene in the kitchen. Um, presumably at the White Tower. Um, there's a woman behind her cooking. Uh, Egwene is wearing like a gray uh, apron dress thing with the white novice uh, clothing underneath. Um, it's a very detailed kitchen. There's lots of stuff in it. Uh, she's kind of staring off screen thoughtfully, maybe. Um, what do you think about this? Yeah, I mean, it seems like kind of straightforward shot for us here. Why is she in the, you know, my recollection is the books, like going and cleaning the kitchen was always like punishment. She doesn't look like she's <laughs> maybe, being punished. But maybe I'm wrong in remembering that. Like, did they also, was that just kind of part of their chores for as being novices? They just had to take part. I, I mean, I think, I think part of it was chores. Part of it was punishment. I don't yeah. think, I don't remember them going down for a glass of water, but maybe, maybe. Yeah. Maybe I mean, she definitely looks like she's show. not like, this is not like a, just a short stint here. Like she's there and, uh, and she just, yeah. The, the fact look, that she but, has an apron tells me she's working in the kitchen. Yeah. It doesn't look right. happy. And she's a she doesn't look happy, and she's definitely there because you get that other shot later on where she, um, although you know you say that, but there's a shot I thought that we get of her in the same looking outfit, but like like a bag with her. I thought, Uh, and and you think she would have taken that off? It was just a basic apron, only be used in the kitchens. I thought wasn't it something that just looked? I thought it was something that looked really similar to this in those behind the scenes shots. do you, do you remember what I'm talking about where she's up almost like see, somewhere in the tower there's like cameras that uh, there's some cameras that are you know that's what I mean it's like behind the scene kind of camera shot of her in in the white tower not in the kitchens and that's mm. the only reason why I go like okay maybe we think that's like an apron or maybe she got maybe she was leaving and she was using that as like people kind of like we're I'm going to the kitchen uh right. but she has like a bag with her and now I'm, now I'm wondering: Have you taken a look at that shot itself of like her also in the tower with that bag? Do you recall that one? Oh yeah, there it is. I found it. Yeah, she has like this bag. It looks like the same kind of apron thing that she's wearing over it. Let me see the shot that you're showing here. Yeah, same kind of shirt. Uh, but she's up. At, well, it looks like the kind of like higher in the tower. Like you can see outside, there's like blue, which I'm assuming is like they'll show like the outside of the whole tower itself. So, so this so this this feels like potentially 
all one episode and probably she's in the shot she's probably about to leave the tower yeah that or she's or this is like the outfit she arrives in if that makes sense you know like oh, she maybe. got to the tower and they're kind of introducing her in and like this is part of kind of her first tasks uh, anyways it, it, nothing much more to say here other than just kind of theorizing about where this might hit in the in yep. the order all right let's move to the next one which um is also very exciting uh we have um uh avienda ayula smart as uh, avienda uh in clearly a fighting stance holding a spear uh in front of her and a spear behind her um, and then in some sort of battle pose, as if she's about to throw the spear, you've got Marcus standing to her side with this, like, what the hell is happening face. Um, he is not wielding a weapon. Uh, and then behind both of them in the distance appears to be sexy Masima, um, who is very, <laughs> uh, very focused on, on, on something, either attacking them or attacking the people in front of them. And there is an arm off to the side, an arm that got cut out of the picture, um, who could be any number of people. Uh, they it's appear be, to be in be a loyal, courtyard in the same right? castle mm-hmm. as the Shanchan and potentially Rand earlier. It's got to be Loyal's arm off to the right. Doesn't that look like a blue next to Yeah, it Sex kind of looks Sima? like, I kind of thought that. It looks kind of like Loyal's arm from the other shot. Um, okay, so zoom, zoom me in. Zoom me into that, like, uh, to his, his arm. I don't know. It's always the, the off-screen, like... Almost looks like the hand, and yeah, kind of that. I bet you, if you if you increase kind of the saturation, of the color, we probably see some. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bring bring that in. Um, it's well, take that kind of overcoat he has on off. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you can see the um. It's definitely the same shirt underneath. Kind of like meteor hand and arm and it's like a bigger hand than yeah you look at the hand between that size and sexy masima yeah <laughs> look at the hand he has on the sword on this shot and then look at the hand that's all going off screen yep. and uh kind of clearly, has that clearly loyal look. yeah i think that's got to be loyal there but now loyal is he was with the sean chan and now he's with with masima avienda and perrin okay i mean give me some zoom in on avienda here there's like a lot going on here. There's a lot going on here. We spent uh, on the live stream. Uh, I didn't get to pay much attention, but there, were, there was a long time talking about this particular shot right here. So this one's interesting because it, the camera angle is a little bit weird. It looks like a knife in front, but that's actually a spear. And the longer spear looks shortened due to the angle of the shot. Um, and it's yeah. the same spear that she has over her shoulder. But the angle of the shot looks like potentially she's reaching into her uh coat maybe to pull out a knife or something and so there's this weird angle where it just kind of looks like this weirdly contorted figure um is she throwing is she is that is that just hanging off her back and she's reaching in to grab a knife it's it's kind of hard to hard to figure well, yeah, out exactly like, what's all happening the here. blood all over her there's blood over her there's <laughs> there's blood everywhere on, um look here blood on okay uh, Parents' pants too. Oh yeah, I bet this is like you guys probably stayed here for like an hour at least. Oh yeah, and then there's this on the night. Yeah, but there's blood everywhere. Oh um, my gosh! Yeah, I love the decor there. Uh, the, the, the the detail on this. I wonder, I wonder if people have come up and theorized what that symbol means. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's blood on her head. I'm trying to remember right off the side of her eye. 
and in the with the other shot we've seen there's like blood in her leg uh when she is talking to what looks like probably Bane and Chiad again behind the scenes trailer stuff oh man yeah and, yeah and- this is just i mean it's obviously obviously daytime uh Perrin we see Perrin in the previous ones where Perrin is like there's a battle with the Sean Chan but it's at night yes um so, and he yeah. looks he looks like vaguely terrified uh scared horrified um or maybe like relieved I mean I would say it's it's got to be something negative because uh Avienda's got this spear here but Perrin's face is very like I can't believe what I'm looking at what is Masima doing I sorry I was like so Masima is there. I mean, he's checking out that Aiel booty, I think. <laughs> but he's like, he looks, he has his sword out, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and he looks like he is ready to fight. He's ready to fight. Look at that guy. And now Loyal's on their side group. Man, yeah. This is, so a- this is clearly, in my opinion, I think this is some sort of rescue attempt. Like they're, maybe they're rescuing Egwene, or maybe they're about to... Uh, they're about to go fight the Sanchan or something. Like something, this is prelude to a battle, not just like a little skirmish, I think. Yeah, it's so interesting because in the books, I think to myself like, okay, we have, we have a parent in Gaul and there's a moment with the, when they're Lan and Moraine. Okay, but I have to remove that, mm-hmm. right? And so we always talked about this idea of what if from the like leaked script, what if it's actually like Perrin talking to Avienda? And I forgot that, oh, oh wait, that's Perrin and Perrin's with the Shinarans. And so we look at the other shots of the parent of the Shinarans, and you're like, okay, so they're on their, they're looking for the horn, and then Perrin runs into Avienda, and Avienda's with them, and so then Avienda makes it to Falma with the Shinarans with Perrin, yes, and they have Loyal, and then so Loyal's with them. And I have to like wonder, is that because they've visited a setting or was he with them the entire time? Because we don't see Loyal with them when we see the door draw picture. He could have oh, just man. been off screen. I think to uh, I mean, together, Loyal yeah. went with them during in, in the Great Hunt. He travels with, with Perrin and um, Rand on the Great Hunt. Um, and so he's with them all the way to Kyrian and all the way to... Right, Bauman. but we don't see... But we don't see Loyal in the other shots, not that that matters That's necessarily, true. but in the shots of Perrin with uh, the Shinarans, we don't see Loyal there. So it's like, like you said, is there like somehow Loyal gets there, but he's, he's connected to this group. I will note, Perrin still does not have a weapon in his hand. He still does not have a weapon in his hand, which is... Um, I don't know uh, if I... I, 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 he, I, he I wonder how weapon. much of this is like a reference to like the way of belief um, or like tying back to season one where he... He didn't really want the weapon that he had because he killed his wife with it. Um, and I wonder how much of this is like they're tying in more tinker themes into Perrin um, through this. For, for him to not have a weapon in what is clearly about to be a battle. Um, that's yeah. interesting. Uh, and because we don't see a weapon in his hand at the nighttime shots in the other one either where Perrin's with the Sean Chan. We see him getting pulled across the ground by them. Right. We don't see him with a weapon, and we don't see him with a weapon here, even though the others have a weapon. Okay, so yeah, I uh, I don't know. <laughs> this is a there's a lot to go yeah, into. I mean, you could dig into like the shield back here. You could look at yep. the thing on the knife. On the knife, there's a um a little painted design on, on her it's knife. Almost belt. Like a, it's a scorpion, right? 
Looks like a scorpion. Someone was speculating that it's uh, the the Tardot Ale Aiel, um, the Tardot Aiel uh, symbol pot oh, potentially. Okay. I want to call okay. out this right here. This is me doing the niche, the niche uh, detail thingy. Um, there's a post on the far right side with a little rope on it that looks like the rope's going up. And I'm thinking, what if it's uh, the 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 cage that Gaul is sitting in? And they're about to rescue <sighs> Gaul here. We're gonna introduce, okay, so uh, yeah, maybe this has IEL. nothing to do with yeah. So maybe this actually is not Falma or the Shan Chan. This is actually the town where the door draw stuff happens, which is actually the same town where we get the cage. Because you, it wouldn't be surprised that you have this, you know, like people that show up because there's supposedly there were Trollocs in the area, and you get the like hunters for the horn or something, and then the Aiel there was following. Yeah. Maybe the Aiel was following the Trollocs, and that's why the Aiel were there. And then there was like some, they had Avienda in a cage, you know, and maybe they're actually, maybe this is like they're, they're fighting like the townsmen there, or maybe it's a group of white cloaks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's possible. Like, so maybe this is not have anything to do with, I immediately thought Falma, but now Because the aesthetic is very Falma, but it could have been, it could be anywhere. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to back off of that and go. Uh, now I want to go look at the door draw shot later on. So, yeah, sure. cool. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the last photo of this this, uh, this set, and then we'll, we can do some other stuff. So this is Donald Fenn as Matt, uh, very emo and crying while leaning into uh, a bed or a chair and looking at a flame in the foreground. Uh, what do you think? Okay, I, I had the stupidest loony theory, and I would need to go prove it, and I can't. I'm sure, and it's probably not related at all. But for some reason, this way that the the chair thing or bed and the and the headstand back whatever the the bedstand behind him that is kind of blurred out. I mean, this obviously feels like it has to be Tarvalon, but yeah. I'm like, isn't Rand sitting on kind of like a weird bed with a bedstand, and does it have a similar look to this backing? Anyways, I was like, but no, they don't get together. Wait a second. Uh, so I, this feels like it's probably the Tarvalon shot that everyone's talking about. I, I, I'm sure Takaran Riyadh and others that went to, was it New York Comic Con where they did this? I can't remember. Uh, where they saw the whole scene with Matt. Maybe yep. this is... They, maybe this is the kind of bed they put in the in the cells where they keep people. I don't know. Um, he's obviously crying here for some reason, and this does seem to be. I, I would assume this is the shot from that, uh, but I'm but I have some loony theories. I'm gonna try to go substantiate them later. I have a, uh, a fun, it's not a loony theory, but it's a fun observation. Um, like right over his shoulder, I think it looks like. A puffin. Where? <laughs> oh. Oh, on that? And so what do you think that that's symbolic of? Uh, nothing. I just think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Uh, what I you got can't you. see if you're, if, you're, uh, if you're listening to this, which you are, um, uh, I have photoshopped, badly photoshopped a little puffin bird over uh, on the carving above his shoulder because that's what I think it looks like. You can see that on my Twitter account if you want to go look at that um any final thoughts on this on this um matt uh shot here um because... uh, no this is what i want to come back to to think about it feels more just kind of like theorizing type stuff nothing in the shot itself other than like i said uh i want to verify with Takaran Riyadh and others who have seen the shot i'm assuming i'm assuming people have all just kind of said like oh yeah this is the shot that we saw in the video and we know exactly where this is at but i want to verify that that's the case because we as far as i thought we he was talking to leander and it wasn't like 
necessarily that he was sitting here kind of like in my head, he's thinking about his family right in this moment. Like that's what I, that's what I think to myself. But uh, I will note not in the shot, the one with Moraine's dress, we do see her in what looks to be the same dress in the behind the scenes shot when she's on the actual, what looks like the, the sand of a beach with Lan. Uh, so uh, whatever that means, getting from Kyrian to the coast in that same outfit suggests to me like uh, Waygate. That's Waygate. what it suggests to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Maybe we'll see another Waygate shot. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's move on from the pictures. We've, we're at about an hour into this, so <laughs> oh uh, we're kind of wrap up. Hopefully, are people still listening? Bit. Oh my gosh, they're still, yeah. yeah. How do we, are, we are people are still listening, and this is, this is interesting. <laughs> um, there, uh, uh, Camille, um, our friend, friend of the pod, Camille from uh, Rational Nerd, um, they found a WGA Writers Guild Association website that lists episode titles. Camille did? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, and That's so awesome. here, this is Writers Guild America West c- contains on here. I'm sharing the screen here and I'll describe it to you, the listeners. But effectively, what it shows is a list of titles that have been submitted to the Writers Guild Association. And at the bottom here, there are five titles um, Daughter of the Night, Demane, is the Eyes first Without Pity, title? Strangers oh and Friends, gosh. and What Might Be. And those are <clears throat> those are titles that I see on my my um, my screen. However, some other people have found other titles. So I'm gonna get the whole list here. Titles appear to be A Taste of Solitude, Daughter of the Night, Eyes Without Pity, Strangers and Friends, Sheathing the Sword, Demane, What Might Be, and The Grave is No Bar to My Call. So with those as the uh, Potential episode yeah. titles for season two. What are, what are your reactions here? I this is one. I think that I this is the first time I'm looking at this. I kind of like you. I saw it through my feed, but I didn't stop and look at it until now. So you and I are both reacting raw to this. Okay, so, so the grave is no bar to my call. Obvious, right? Yeah, Final that's conflict. Fama, who is of the horn? Might be. There's flicker, no flicker, way flicker. they give us flicker flicker. I just can't. I mean. <laughs> okay, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll take it, dude. If they're gonna give us uh, portal stones and we get some flicker flicker or something, or like a waygate, use the waygate as a direct like instead of walking through the ways, you can do this other thing with the waygate, and it lets you to go directly to another waygate, and and then it goes wrong, and they get flicker flicker or something. I I feel like there's got to be a little bit more into that than, but Damane. I mean, that means probably see episode five has to be the capture, right? Episode five has to be Egwene uh, ending up in Falma with the Sean Chan and captured. And then episode six is kind of has to be uh, Egwene there. And so, so, so just to, just to clarify before you go any further, uh, we don't yeah. actually know the order of the episode. This, the, oh. what you're seeing here, this is what Lauren from Unraveling the Pattern thinks the order is. Oh, okay. But yes, okay. I agree with I see. you. Well, that actually helps me a little bit to... Okay, because I was like trying to like piece these together as far as like what the order is, and I guess that's what everyone's doing. So I thought, as in, if this was the order, what does it mean? Um, so yeah, what might be has to be... I would imagine that. Damane, whether or not it's the time. Sheathing the sword. I mean, if they'd done sheathing the sword instead of... and. Instead of the grave, there's no bar to my call. 
I would have tied sheathing the sword to, you know, later. I mean, uh, I would have tied it to the kind of Falma sequence. I mean, I guess it could be earlier in the Kyrian sequence. That's possible because it could, it doesn't have to be a one-to-one translation, right? It could be like learning to kind of faint, but, but putting, (laughs) you know, giving away your own self to, you know, uh, take out your enemy. Um, and you know, that could be something in that Kyrian area, strangers and friends. Um, that feels like with like a taste of solitude, that feels like it's kind of the journeying aspect of them meeting people. So I would, I would almost, I know everyone's probably like, just say the words you want to say, but I'm, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Eyes yeah, no, without, we'll get there. We'll get there. Eyes without, uh, eyes without pity. I don't, eyes without pity. Have you looked up, I'm assuming everyone's looked up these titles in the book. I haven't gone to look. I are haven't. These, are, are these titles in the book? So I'd probably go there and then look at episode one, I mean, season one and see how they directly or not the titling connected to the events and, mm-hmm. in the books. Mm-hmm. Daughter of the Night, right? Like that one seems... Like that seems like the least there. important episode of the season. Probably no, <laughs> nothing interesting is going to happen in that one. Uh, is this like our, is daughter of the night? This is our confirmation. Like Lanfear's in. We got your like, girl, man. For sure. Uh, at this point. For sure. Uh, so now we can say that probably was Lanfear walking in that one yep. shot. Uh, That's what I was thinking. Daughter of the night. Are you excited I mean, that Lanfear is going to make her appearance in season two? Dude, obviously, this is the really funny part. It's going to be hard to be unbiased about season two because <laughs> it has Lanfear. <laughs> and Lanfear is really well represented as Lanfear. Honestly, I won't care much. Uh, no, if Lanfear and Varen are done really, really, really well, uh-huh. it's going to be hard for me not to just enjoy the idea that they get more seasons to tell their stories. <laughs> I mean, I like the other right. characters, but it's like... If you give me some of my favorite stories, oh, I should say Avienda, Varen, and Lanfear. Honestly, Rand, cool. Um, Egwene, yeah, Nynaeve, Perrin. I want, I want, I want, I want to love Matt, Avienda, Varen, and Lanfear in the season. And if I do, I'll just be like, give us more seasons, you know. So, uh, so yeah, I'm excited, and I have some trepidation now. I know September first will be the beginning of that. Um, what we see about Lanfear or don't in the trailers what we get Lanfear, like if Lanfear is not done well, that will bias my opinion about the season two. I'll be, I'll be bummed. I hope whoever wrote Lanfear did not listen to any of our conversations and they just went off whatever was in the books <laughs> and what Robert Jordan said, because I can get a little bit over the top about my Lanfear, uh, you know, love and, what? and, and fans can get a little over the top with their Lanfear hate. So I'm hoping they listen to none of us. And whoever was writing this was just like ignoring fans' reactions to this character and really just digging into Lanfear from the books and just give me that damn character. And that's what I want. Yeah. That's what I want. These are, these are great. This is going to... Oh, man, we're going to live on... This is conversations that can go on each one of the Each one of these yeah. could be a whole episode of just like trying to figure yeah. out what it means. Um, Wednesday, damn it. Wednesday, we're going to be Wednesday talking we're about this crap. Um, yeah. Yeah, I generally agree with everything you said. I think um, Daughter of the Night's obviously Lanfear. Eyes Without Pity um, is 
uh, it'd be fun if that was the door draw thing, like an eyes reference. Um, Strangers and Friends is clearly a traveling thing. I th- I think um, maybe we'll see Bail Doman, um, maybe meet Aluja, maybe like some kind of like friend feels like maybe we'll run into some people that we know, uh, that we f- we think we know or that they, they know, um, and then meet some new strangers. So Elias, maybe, I don't know. That could be fun. Um, Sheathing the sword, I have no idea. That's that's one that's that means nothing to me at this point in the story. Um, Damani is obviously like a, an Egwene rescue. What might be flicker flicker, um, and Grave Nabard in my call is obviously probably the final episode and the big battle. So it's worth pointing out that these are not necessarily the final titles. These are what were submitted to WGA in 2022, April 2022. It is possible that they changed or that they scrapped episodes or whatever. So um, there's no guarantee that these are the names of the titles based on what I know today. So I saw that Sarah was was making comments, but I haven't seen and read through like she was uh, making some comments in the chat live stream and such. And when Sarah says stuff, I'm always like, dude, okay, so she's she's talking. She's giving us. You know, talking about what she can, you know, uh, mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm. stuff is always really interesting. Dawson sent us a transcript of everything that Sarah said. Uh, I don't think I know. Thank you, Dawson. Dawson. <laughs> yeah, but thank you, Dawson, for sending sending that in to, to Matt, the innkeeper. Basically, everything that Sarah said on the live stream on Wednesday with, with innkeeper Anas uh, and, and his guests. Um, and uh, there's a lot, so we're not going to go through all of it, but... Um, maybe skim through and see if there's anything that jumps out at you. What she said about subscriptions is very important. Uh, Amazon really cares about new subscriptions. Uh, and I think they were talking about, um, I don't know, budgeting or, or something like that. So potentially, you know, there's some talk about that. She also says Moraine's still wearing her ring in Kyrian. So that's confirmation that that was Kyrian. Uh, and is, is she, is she quote, playing at being an Aes Sedai even while shielded for political clout? That was kind of what you brought up earlier when you saw that saw that scene. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. I like how uh, like, we waited till now and we're like, wait. <laughs> yeah, that answers that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, um, this, oh, the, the smoke, the atmosphere. I love it. Yeah, uh, she's talking about the smoke and she said, it's quote atmosphere, guys. Right? Like, <laughs> like people are like, oh, it's so smoky. Is something on fire or something? And she, I think she was just like, it's just atmosphere. Come on. <laughs> And then there's the the Randikin photo, the Anakin brand photo. Randikin photo. Randikin photo. <laughs> you know, she says it's wrapped like a shawl. Is that a dragon? Uh, somebody else said, is that a dragon embroidered on Rand's white collar shirt? And she says, guys, it's embroidery. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. It, you know, when they talk about, uh, you know, the whole gird your loins as fans and like, we love the wild speculation. And so sometimes I do love it when like Sarah likes to kind of ride the wave too of like she loves to see it. And then every once in a while she'd be like, Okay, but it was just atmosphere. Yes. <laughs> like uh, like you don't have to you don't, you don't have to go down the road, you can. Um so yeah, I um when I what I love that Sarah's done here is like like almost uh pushed us towards speculating on certain things and yes. Then curbed some speculation on other things because she's like, 
no, 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 no. I want, <laughs> I want you to speculate on these things because they're really, really fun and important. This other thing, eh, you're kind of going off into the loony track, and that's really not going to get you. Like, kind of helping to prune the the loony speculation in a in a in a way that I think Sarah does it just perfectly. Obviously, she has the knowledge to do it, uh, but she knows just the right lines to kind of like push and mm-hmm. uh, to get us all to go like, wait a second, there's more here. Okay. Let's dig in. Uh, we got three months. So, uh, but yeah, that's awesome. I know she was even talking kind of like on Twitter afterwards on some things about we'll to go dig into, but yeah, that was, that was so much fun to catch up to what I missed two and a half hours of Sarah kind of just like enjoying the, uh, the speculation of you ridiculous freaks. So I love that. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't get to attend most of it because of, you know, work, have a real job. <laughs> Apparently, most people don't, most fans don't have jobs. They're sitting around watching the, uh, the thing. No, I'm kidding. Uh, there's a lot of, um, a lot of people in different time zones. And, and it, was, it was basically during East Coast lunch breaks. So I'm sure everybody was um, being very responsible about their, their, uh, their jobs. But um, I, I couldn't pay much attention. I paid mostly attention to that one with, um, the shot with Perrin and Avienda and the Moraine shot. And then the rest of it, I had to leave for, for other things. Uh, so it was great to kind of be there though, and kind of feel the energy and chat, even if I couldn't really participate. Um, and, uh, you missed out, you missed out on some stuff, but we we got, you know, like you said, three months and four days to dig in on this. And, and I'm sure there will be more teasers, more photos, more casting announcements things like that coming up in, in the next couple of weeks and months and, and plenty of things to talk about here on Bar Side Chats and on the Dusty Wheel. Yeah, dude, we got to dig into this stuff where the trailer's coming up, is that, you know, like if, trailer if, got if, on if timing tracks. seven, whatever number we're on now. <laughs> uh, um, like it's, uh, it's funny because we just broke out like an hour and a half and we didn't actually talk about much. We didn't actually you know talk I mean? about like, anything. Uh, like yeah. Each one of those titles could have been like 45 minutes of a discussion. And like in my brain, sometimes I think 12 hours is a very long time. And then I forget, like you can get five, four or five, six hours in and, and basically not cover everything. So, uh, yeah, get ready. I have to start buying some, uh, some cough drops and, and, and prepping some zooming in, zooming out kind of stuff because the trailers like this, the trailer is seven times or, you know, 10 times bigger than this, right? Because it's, it's like typically like a minute or minute and a half. And each one of those is like three seconds as a shot, you know, and things are moving in those shots. So you're like, stop this frame, take a screenshot, zoom in, you know, yep. clarify it. And you have like an, a minute and a half of that to do. And then you're piecing together previous information they've given us and you're trying to create like a timeline. Uh, yeah, this is, do you remember last year? I think I enjoyed the last three month buildup more than I enjoyed season one. <laughs> yes. You told me like, that several times. Like, yeah. It was like, and I'm starting to feel that like, oh, you know what? Season two, I'll probably like some stuff. I'll probably not like some stuff. Right. They'll probably like, I hate this. I love this. And I'll probably be right in the middle of like generally interesting, fun. I, I wish they would have done this differently, but it is a buildup to kind of anticipating how they're going to do it. That really puts me in that kind of space to find as much joy out of this as they can, right? Because these adaptations, like I've told people, like uh, episode one and episode eight, like my least favorite episodes. And then everything else in the middle is like, there's some good stuff. There's some great stuff. There's some not so great stuff. And there's some like, eh, but that's like an adaptation. I'm not like terribly surprised, but I think that's because we sit here and talk about it for months and months and months. So we're never like shocked, 
like, oh my gosh, they did this, except for the things that do shock us. Like right. episode eight, we're like, ooh, what? what? It feels like this time <laughs> they're holding back some stuff. Like they're, they're going to they're gonna at least pull one more Dana on us. Like we're going to see something mm. that's brand new, that is different, that is awesome, that blows our minds. Like we're going to see at least one of those. And like we haven't seen the Chicans. We haven't seen Elias. We haven't seen any of these other characters that have been announced. Uh, we've only really seen the uh, Emmonsfield Five and Moraine and Lan in these shots, uh, and even in the uh, the teasers and trailers, we mostly we, we haven't really seen the Trikans except for that one New York Comic Con thing. Um, and so I think we we are going to be surprised. We are going to see things that we didn't know we would see. Um, or that we knew we, the scene would be there, but we didn't know how it was going to happen and how it was going to look. So there's still plenty of opportunity to be surprised. Um, and, and season one did, really didn't feel that way, I think, for a lot of it. Uh, we were surprised yeah. in the sense that um, it covered things that we didn't expect them to cover in a yeah. maybe not great way. But this time, I, I have a lot of optimism and hope that they have a bigger budget. We know how to deal with COVID. We're going to have cool battle scenes. We're going to have all the all the problems that season one had are going to be worked out, and season two is going to be significantly better. So I'm super stoked about that. Yeah, I, I, me too. And uh, this is a little bit teasing out there to people that just like loathe this completely. It's clear that our characters are not going to go to the White Tower. They're not going to go through the testing process. They're not going to get captured uh, by the Sean Chan. They're not going to become a Demane. They're not going to get rescued. The Aiel not going to be involved. Rand's not going to end up in Kyrian. There's not, right. Yep. Matt's not going to be in Tarvalon. Perrin's not going to go on the trip to go look for the Horn. They're not going to have Patton. You know what I mean? Like they're certainly telling a mirror world ver- version of the story. And I'm, I'm there with everyone. Like this is definitely not the exact story we were told. It's definitely a variation in another mirror world. Maybe not as substantial as the one we read in the book. Right. Uh, we've, we've traveled that's how to another. That's, that's how they work. And yeah. we are in, a, I, I, I'm now I'm, I'm stepping away from the whole like new age or like another turning thing. No, um, this is a mirror world. And if you accept the fact this is a mirror world, that's where I'm at. I'm like, that's the best explanation for what we're seeing here is you've gone to a mirror world and things in the same same age, if you will, and they're just, uh, the characters are doing things differently than they would have done them. But the overall uh, tapestry that the wheel has uh, woven is turning out very similar to the world that we've read in the books. Um and so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited that they've already kind of signaled the type of plot points that we're going to see from books two and three, and really interested to see how they, they implement them in the actual show itself. So looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. Uh, why don't we leave it there? Um, Matt, thanks so much for coming. I'm glad you got to finally catch up and uh, learn yeah. and see about this stuff and give me your raw reaction to that. Um, and I will see you on Wednesday and we'll talk more about this stuff. Yeah, dude, I have the ch- I have chills. I have chills because I finally saw this stuff. And we got to like jump into it. I'm really excited. And Wednesday, yeah, this is basically how the Dusty Wheel is going to go for the next you know three months uh, bit. Barside chats, Dusty Wheel. We're really going to be digging into the show. Well, there's so much material to kind of. Uh, I would love for us to do an episode uh, on Barside chats where we just we actually do try to kind of like figure out like how is this plot? How are they uh, kind of plotting this arc with Rand? We have enough pieces here. Yep. It's like, how is he going to get from A to B to C? It'd be fun to talk about that. Like, what have, what are the clues we've been given? That kind of thing. So, um, yeah, let's let's do it, and uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see you Wednesday.
All right, let's leave it there. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you are a friend of the show, a fan of the show, please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll see you next time at the bar side. Barside Chats is a Dusty Wheel production, jointly hosted by Brian the Gleeman and Matt the Innkeeper. If you would like to support this podcast, please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Or you may email us at podcast at the Dusty